Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Well, here we are again with Rahasia Uncensored on the BBS radio channel. I'm also on Rumble, and occasionally, I, if YouTube lets me, I post things on YouTube. Those channels are bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. That's my main channel. And you can go there to catch all of my podcasts. I'm also on Rumble, rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. And I have a lot of old uh, videos and interviews that I've been having my YouTube channel now for well, 14, 15 years, something like that. That's youtube.com forward slash Lotus Guide. And Lotus Guide was our magazine. But uh, we've decided to put more attention into our podcast and uh, take it in a different direction because our magazine, I hate to say it, but, you know, I live here in California. And um, for some reason, whatever's happened, it's not resonating with the vast amount of our readers that we had before. Uh, and that's what, something we're going to get into today. Uh, and again, this gets back into the Watiko series that I put up on Rumble and on BBS Radio. Watiko is a Lakota word, uh, Native American term for cannibalistic interdimensional entities uh, that we've been warned about for millennia. I won't go into that too much because parts one through five on uh, BBS radio and rumble will explain it in detail. But something's going on. Something is going on that I don't quite understand, but sometimes I think maybe I do. Uh, so many things that's happened recently. I've had a feeling, I had a thought about it happening, and it does. I think there is a collective hive mind right now that is waking up and getting very, very strong. Very strong. Because I'm not a psychic. I, I'm not uh, an expert journalist. But I can listen to my inner thoughts and pay attention to what's going on in the world. And they're lining up more and more. And they're getting closer and closer to a convergence. Uh, and maybe that's where you think you're actually manifesting the world around you. But reality, you're just sensing it microseconds before it happens. What I want to get into today is um, Sam Harris. But before I do that, I don't know if you've watched the uh, C-SPAN thing that's going on right now, talking about the FBI. But these people, I, I swear... It was even brought up. They're trying to protect the FBI. And uh, 
it's just not working because senators and congressmen keep bringing up that you do know that we video what you guys are saying and it's all down in black and white. Then another Democratic congressman said that, you know, this is crazy. We're just rehashing something and we should be looking forward. Yeah, it's like, look over there, don't look here. You know, and this is a big thing going on now with the Democrats. They're saying, let's just move on, look forward. Uh, yeah, the vaccinations were probably a mistake. The lockdowns, yeah, probably a mistake. But what do we do now? What do we do as we go forward? Well, there's nothing to go forward to. They've destroyed it all. My magazine, the reason it's, I, I just had to let it go. It's not making enough money, and I didn't feel like it was getting enough promotional impact to really be honest with my advertisers about it because people weren't picking it up. Homeless people were using it as a trash receptacle, my outdoor boxes. We live in a, a crazy world right now. <clears throat> I'm doing this interview, as you can probably see, from my office. I'm, I'm sitting in my office at home right now. And we live out in the middle of the forest up in Northern California. And, you know, I have my dog. We're getting a couple goats, chickens. We have a pond out back. We can walk the dog to. He swims. and It's a good life. So I'm focusing a little bit more on my life at this point. And since I can do my whole thing right here at home, interviews, I'm going to start doing interviews again with people like Bruce Lipton and Greg Braden, and talking about the things I like to talk about, which basically is the old fundamental questions. Who are we? How did we get here? What is this reality? Is it a simulation? Is it a holographic projection? How come our DNA is clearly being shown to be intervened with thousands of years ago, and it could only happen in a lab? Why is that? These are definite questions that need to be answered. But right now, everybody's on this. We're heading into some tough times. I mean, come November, I I hate to say it, but I, I can't see them letting the November elections go off without a hitch. If they do, it's not going to be a blue wave. It's not going to be a red wave. It's going to be a red tsunami an earthquake like we've never seen before. And I don't see the democratic deep state within the Democrats letting that happen. And that's another thing too. You have the Democrats and you have the Republicans. But within the Republicans, you have the MAGA movement. You know, the Trumpers, the ultra-right, trying to make America great again. Then within the Democrats, you have the deep state. And... I think eventually the Democrats and Republicans need to wake up to they've been sort of conscripted for agendas. Myself, I lean towards the uh, MAGA, Make America Great Again, because <laughs> this is where I live. And um, I think that that is a good thing to think about because that directly affects me, my family, my kids, friends, neighbors, everybody. And I tell people all the time, look, if, if we're out mountain climbing and I'm at the top of the rope and I've got three or four or five, ten people on the bottom side of the rope 
they're depending on me to make sure that I am anchored in really good before I let go and take a next step. Because if any one of them fall, they could take us all down if I'm not anchored on strong. And that's where it comes in. You've got to take care of yourself first. That's really important. And anybody that is a a leader or a person that tends to be in a supervisor position knows this. It has nothing to do with selfishness. So what I'm going to do next is uh, I'm going to get into Sam Harris. Sam Harris, I, I've read all of his books. I thought he was great. Uh, clear, clear thinking. His mind is like super, super sharp. Uh, he's an atheist, but doesn't declare himself as an atheist because it's just a title and long story to that, but it makes sense. Uh, I don't know if you've seen him on um, the Bill Maher show. Really, Maybe I'll show a little clip of that and show where he was and where he is now. And the reason I'm showing this is I'm telling you that there's something going on Psychologists call it mass formation psychosis. Uh, And at that level, it it really is. There's a mind virus that is so clear. My wife and I, we've lost some friends over this. And they have a different perception of reality, which is okay for us. It doesn't, it's not a big deal. But boy, is it a big deal for them. And what is odd is me and my entourage of friends that I acquiesce to and seems like our frequency is about the same place. We talk about these people. Why can't they see what is going on with the, I might try to put this on YouTube, so I'm going to be careful, but you know what I'm talking about. Any idiot moron knows what I'm talking about. Uh, why don't they see what's going on with the jab? And why don't they see what's going on with railroading Trump for three years? Why don't they see what's going on with the border? Why don't they see what's going on with Ukraine, one of the most corrupt governments on the planet that is a stronghold of Nazism for decades, ever since World War II? Why can't they see that there is so many militarized biolabs in Ukraine that are being shut down by Putin. Now, I'm not saying Putin's a great guy and all that, but we have to see the facts here. And now the Ukrainians are trying to bomb their own nuclear reactors. This is complete insanity. And what, we're going to fix it by sending them $45 billion, another $3 billion, another $2 billion, another $1 billion, another $5 billion. We can't just keep throwing money at these people. And the president there, he's just laughing his ass off. He's a comedian. I mean, he started out being a comedian, and now he's still a comedian, but nobody's laughing. There's so much going on that tells me that there's something wrong in the collective mind of probably about, at this point, 20 or 30% of the people on the planet. Uh, A year ago, I would have said over half. But people are waking up. And they're waking up quick because they're getting hungry. 
they're getting broke. They're finding out that their kids are going to school and being told to wear a mask that has been shown to be no good. And the CDC is admitting this now. They're admitting that the jab didn't do its job. And they overestimated the efficacy of releasing that. Now it's coming out how many people have died. And I don't want to get into this too much because I'm going to try to put this on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube watching this, start watching my Rumble channel, rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. And go and join my BBS radio, bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. And the reason it's spiritual activist is because I think the root of all of our problems are spiritual in nature. So that simply means that the solutions need to be spiritual in nature also. You know, we can play around in the playground of mind and politics and emotions and psychology, but at the very, very root of our problems right now, I, I think it's what people have been warning us about for millennia. I mean, you can go back to Samaria, Mesopotamia, the Greeks, the Romans. You can listen to people like Plato and Aristotle. The Gnostics call it the Archons. The Islamic people call it the Jinn. The Christians call it the the demonic spirits, on up through Eckhart Tolle and Swedenborg and Rudolf Steiner and Carl Jung, they've all warned us about these interdimensional beings coming in, especially as a empire, civilization, or just a, a, a town starts in decline and the negative emotions start to proliferate, fear, aggression, um, that's the frequency they come in on. So I'm going to play a little bit of uh, Sam Harris. It's almost embarrassing. If he was my friend, I'd be embarrassed for him. And uh, I mean, if I was some of my friends that have alienated my wife and I, I, I would be ashamed of myself right now because everything that they alienated us for is turning out to be true. And we've been saying this for the last two and a half years. Um, I I feel sorry for him. You know, and I remember Ram Das once saying that do what you have to with friends and family, but never put them out of your heart. And that's what I always do. And I feel empathy and compassion for these people. Even it, when they don't, they, they don't feel empathy or compassion for us at all sometimes. Let's listen to Sam Harris. Now, what I'm going to play here, it's from the Bill Maher Show. And this is to show you how clear-thinking, clear-minded, not that I totally agree with everything Sam Harris is saying here, but most of it, you know. Um, but it's to show you two things. One, Sam Harris, just a few months ago, he still had his mind about him. And the other thing is to show you Ben Affleck who hasn't had his mind for a long time. I, I don't know if he was on drugs or, or what, but he really exposed himself here and, and the Hollywood crowd too. So I'm just going to play and uh, check it out. And, and keep in mind, this is Sam Harris a few months ago. 
So the other thing we want to talk about, of course, is that you and I have been trying to make the case, I think, I have anyway, that liberals need to stand up for liberal principles. This is what I said on last week's show. Obviously, I got a lot of hate for it. But all I'm saying is that liberal principles like freedom of speech, freedom to practice any religion you want without fear of violence, Mm -hmm. freedom to leave a religion, equality for women, uh, equality for minorities, including homosexuals. These are liberal principles that liberals applaud for. But then when you say, in the Muslim world, this is what's lacking, then they get upset. Yeah, yeah. Well, liberals have really failed on the topic of theocracy. They'll they'll criticize white theocracy. They'll criticize Christians. They'll still get agitated over the abortion clinic bombing that happened in 1984. But when, when... you want to talk about the treatment of women and homosexuals and free thinkers and, and public intellectuals in the Muslim world, uh, I would argue that li- liberals have failed us. And uh, the crucial point of confusion... Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Thank God you're here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the crucial point of confusion is that, that we have been sold this meme of Islamophobia where every criticism of the doctrine of Islam gets conflated with bigotry toward Muslims as people. Right. And that is uh, it's, it's intellectually ridiculous. Get ready, because here it comes. Ben Affleck is going to put his two cents in. So, even it gets so hold on. Are you the person who understands the officially codified doctrine of Islam? You're uh, the interpreter well, of that, well, so you well, can say, well, I, this I'm, is... I'm, I'm, I think actually, any, I'm actually well-educated on this topic. I'm, yes. I'm asking you. So I mean, you're you, saying, if I criticize, the, you're saying that Islamophobia is not a real thing. That if you're critical of something... It's well, it's not a real thing when we do it. Right. Well, well, no, <laughs> it no, really no, isn't. I, I'm not denying not, that, that certain people are bigoted against Muslims as people. That's, right. And that's a that's problem. Big of you. But the... But why are you so hostile to, about this? It's, man, it's gross. It's racist. It's, it's not. It's, but it's so not. It's, so, it's like saying it's those so not your shifty Jew. You're not listening Absolutely to not. what well, we are saying. You guys are saying, if you want to be liberals, believe in liberal principles. Right. Like freedom of speech. Like, right. um, you know, we are endowed by our uh, forefathers with an alienable ethic. All men are created. No. Ben, we have to be able to criticize bad ideas. And of course we do. Islam, no liberal doesn't okay, want to okay. criticize bad but ideas. Islam but Islam why when, is the mother load of bad ideas. Jesus. So we have... We have that's just a fact. Like, like it's not a it is it's a, an ugly thing. It is it's basic liberal. Well, well, let me unpack it. Tolerance. So, I, I'm not going to play the whole thing for you. You can catch it on YouTube. <clears throat> it's well worth listening to, by the way. But it just gets into the insanity of how people are thinking right now. And um, my point is that they're not thinking. You know, that's that's the whole thing. But I don't want to get off on Ben Affleck because I want to stay on Sam Harris. So that gives you a good idea of, you know, Sam Harris, he's level-minded thinking, you know. And actually that dialogue is, we need more of that. This is what's called Hegelian dialectic communication, where two people get together with opposite opposing ideas, and they come together and theoretically work it out. We're, we're nobody's working it out right now. They just get more and more and more and more and more polarized till the point one of them storms out of the room or shoot, shoots somebody. But now I'm going to play uh, Sam Harris now. This just went viral a couple days ago. Okay, now this is Sam Harris on trigonometry. And uh, these two guys are pretty good. They They readily accept questions from the audience so you get a chance to ask people questions. 
it, it, the first part of this is a brief synopsis of some of the craziness. And more than what he's saying, which is really important, listen to how his mind is, it's almost like you're playing a record and it's skipping. Uh, it's not It's not right. There's something going on with his mind. Your, your capacity to be offended is not something that anyone need or should respect in you. You are calling for... Now, remember, that's exactly the opposite of what he was saying on the Bill Maher show. Pointed to shut down Trump's account and yeah. were happy that it happened. Yeah. That's a very different position to pretty much everybody else. Why did you take that position? Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be in, in Hunter Biden's laptop, in my view. That's a, just a conspiracy, that's a left-wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely it was, absolutely. But I think it was warranted. But Sam, you can't do that, Sam. You've got to be fair. He's actually admitting that it was a left-wing conspiracy that, and he's talking about the uh, Hunter Biden laptop here. It was a left-wing conspiracy, a right-wing conspiracy, and it, whatever it took to keep Donald Trump out of office and from being elected in a democratic election, a free and fair democratic election, whatever it took to not let him win, even a left-wing conspiracy, it's quite okay. Most people in our society, even if they're nominally religious, really are struggling to, to find meaning in, in their day-to-day. -day. But when you look at just the hour-by-hour the hour increments at which you know, life is doled out to us, you're, you're cast out of deep sleep or, or you know, the phantasmagoria of, of dreams you know, when the alarm goes off in the morning and how do you feel about your life and what is going to give you moral urgency and meaning? And, and what's going to give you moral meaning uh, if you know, and we all do, that there are real conspiracies out there. They're, they're not theories anymore. I mean, I... I'm at the age right now, I, I can think back all the way back to the moment that bullet went into JFK's head. That's when we started losing it. That, that was a coup and a successful one. Um, how, how, as Americans, did we put up with that? How did we let that happen um, and accept the magic bullet theory? where one bullet made eight different turns and hit three different people or whatever the hell the story was. His head was pushed back from a bullet that went into the back of his head. I mean, come on, people. <clears throat> and we're still just as mentally lazy today. Um, I, I, there's a lot of things I'd like to get into, but like I say, I'm going to try to get this on the YouTube Millions and millions of people found it at specific moments in our, in our you know, recent history. Like the George Floyd killing was certainly one of those moments. And George Floyd, that, that was a good moment for all the country to come together. I don't know anybody that watched that eight minutes of George Floyd with a cop's knee on his neck 
that said, yeah, that's a good thing. Black, white, didn't matter. Republican, Democrat, didn't matter. We came together. What happened? We were driven apart. The, the powers that be, deep state, whatever you want to call them, they don't want us to come together. They want us to be apart. Because right now, until recently, we didn't have an outside war. Americans always, seems like we always need a war. And there for a while, we didn't have a war. So they, it was easy to put us at war with ourselves. And now we're getting an outside war. And now we're starting to come together. You know, people are waking up. Uh, on your screen right now, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter to everybody except Black Lives Matter. They've never spent one dollar helping one black life. And they've the founders and the people in charge are buying million dollar homes. You know, they, they used all that money. <laughs> Every bit of it. I don't know, people. It's worth it. Okay, enough is enough. This is my religion. And enough is enough. And that's what I'm saying. Enough is enough. Now here, he's being asked, uh, what started him out on this path? What, what led him down this path of being critical and discerning and questioning everything? Which is a, a really good question to ask anybody at this point, because some people aren't questioning anything. What he says is intellectually probably pretty honest, but listen how his mind is glitching. And this isn't Sam Harris. It's a hard question to answer. I mean, I think there's uh, one algorithm I'm running more than most, uh, which is you know, what I would call intellectual honesty, right? And, and so you're, the, the burden is not to be who you were yesterday. The burden isn't to join some tribe who, who you know, you'll get social uh, reinforcement from for you know, conforming to. Um, so it's insofar as I'm continually just trying to figure out what's true and what's consistent with what I claimed was true five minutes ago or five years ago, uh, that causes me to just bump up against taboos and, and blasphemies and ideologies that, that, um, are more rigid than that. Right. I mean, if you're, if, I mean, really it's, it's, I mean, even having an identity itself is too much, you know. <laughs> look at the look on their faces. It, what he's saying right now, it's just like a word salad of a bunch of prepositions and adjectives and nouns. It doesn't make any sense um, when you mix it all together. I, I don't know. I don't know. But there's some, I would say that there's something going on with Sam Harris that's not quite right. And I see this same, call it color, the same display of mentalness in so many people. I have friends in my own immediate life, and I'm, I'm speaking experientially now, in my own immediate life, I, I can see them losing their mind, losing their memory. Um, they're not thinking straight. They can't remember that we had a conversation two or three weeks ago. It's falling apart. 
And the only common denominator I can find in my physical realm is they've all had their, you know what I'm talking about. My, my friends that stayed away from that, they're all healthy. And they're, they're walking around going, what the hell's going on? Where the other side, it seems like they, they know in their minds, they know exactly what's going on. But when you ask them, well, where's your evidence? There, there is none. They said, no, it just, you're just wrong. Well, then you offer the evidence and they get really mad. Trust me. Um, we, we have friends today, we, we won't even bring it up anymore. Uh, some of them just are gone um, in more ways than one. So something is going on, people. Okay, what I'm going to play right now is uh, some stuff I found on the Glenn Beck show. Um, I like Glenn Beck. He, he's, I, I think his heart is in the right place. His mind is still there, uh, which is something to say nowadays. But these are some of the stories that, once again, it tells me that something is going on at a deep spiritual level. Um, unless we're all drinking from the same Kool-Aid, you know, something is going on that we really need to pay attention to because what we're paying attention to is the effects, but we're not looking at the cause. And I, I, the more I get into this, the more I really understand that this is the case in Revelations. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not a traditionally religious person, but seems like I, I find myself going back to some of the, the scriptures to find answers. In Revelations, it says, during these times, which I think we're in these times, whether it's self-fulfilling prophecies or it's really the end times, uh, it says, our war will not be with flesh and blood. It will be with principalities, which is these interdimensional entities. So keep that in mind. Matter of fact, let, let this be a little bit of a wake up and, and you'll see what I'm seeing when you start watching the news or watching people's actions, things not quite making sense. And we're talking about a collective hive mind here that has gone a little bit off the edge and can't see it. They cannot see what they're doing. And um, when you question them about it, which I don't, well, I do suggest questioning them. Listen, listen to this. Atlanta police identify a man accused of defacing rainbow crosswalks with swastikas. So, of course, they arrested this white Nazi. Oh, no, he's not a white Nazi. He's a black nationalist. He has a, a, an account online where he talks openly about killing people and how blacks are the master race. The vandalism, of course, when they were. It's got to be white nationalists that are doing it. Probably white Christian nationalists. No, it wasn't. Some of his posts make reference to a master race of black people. Other posts are religious in nature. He targets Jehovah Witnesses for portraying biblical figures as white. So... Now we have, I mean, this would make Hitler roll over in his grave. 
this is not what uh, being a white supremacist was supposed to be about. Um, white supremacy, black supremacy, yellow supremacy, it's all no good. That is the beginning of mass exterminations of other people, not your color. And we have to put light on this stuff. But can you see the insanity of a really big, powerful group of now black people saying that they're they're the black supremacists and they're carrying around Nazi signs and graffitiing it on walls, knowing, well, they should know, that that was the symbol of white supremacy. What the hell is going on? Okay, now we're going to get into the Ukraine and what's going on there with the Biden administration. I touched on this earlier. Check this out. I mean, Biden has announced yesterday another $3 billion in arms for Ukraine. My research staff is working right now. There is something very wrong with the money that we're sending over there. There's something very wrong. And I, I think old scores are being settled, old political scores. Remember, this was the playground of George Soros, of Hillary Clinton, of Barack Obama, of, of Joe and Hunter Biden. This, this was a funnel of money. Now, keep in mind that uh, part of what was going on with Hunter Biden that was suppressed was he was being paid off by Burisma, uh, an energy company in Ukraine. And I, I believe the president of that company is still on the run. He, he was such a crooked person. But millions of dollars was funneled into the Biden family with the big guy um, being our President Biden, President of the United States Incorporated. Um, and it's another thing, too. There's prophecies that said that during these times, we will have two presidents. Well, in a sense, we do. We have President Biden of the United States Incorporated. It's a corporation. All the states, we, we the people, have been incorporated, too, with all of our capital names. And we'll get into that sometime. But then we have uh, President Trump. And he's still president of the Republic of the United States of America, not the incorporated, but the Republic. And this is something that's going on, too. I, I'd like to get into that, but it, that would be a full show. But I might touch on it a little bit later because it's really important what people are doing by becoming a national, a state national and changing their citizenship status to that. This is a big deal. When I started checking this out about six months ago, there was uh, 45,000 people that were doing it. And I thought, wow, that's a lot of people changing their status to a state national. 40,000 of them were lawyers, by the way. Then the next time I checked, there was 2 million. Now it looks like there's close to 9 million Americans that are changing their status to a national. And I'll, I'll get into that sometime because it's really interesting and it might be important because as a national, you have rights. As a citizen, you have privileges, maritime privileges. Those privileges can be taken away. 
God-given rights to a natural-born human being can't be taken away. That comes from a higher source. So let's go on with this. Now, this this is going to get into the subject of immigration. I, I know in the news they say that a little over 2 million people have come across, but they're not mentioning the gotaways. It's way more than 2 million people, by the way. Way more. <clears throat> and we all know, well, at least 80% of us know why they're doing this. They're, they're changing the demographics of the voting. And at a deeper level, I think they're trying to destroy America. I just, I, I would feel like an idiot for not seeing that as clear as it is right now. Because if I was going to destroy America, everything that the Biden administration is doing is exactly what I would do. I would make us totally dependent on other countries, our enemies, for fuel. I would totally make it to where we can't grow food by cutting out the fertilizer, buying up 40% of the agricultural land and shutting it down, having Monsanto regulate the seeds, spraying the soil with toxic poisons. I mean, everything they're doing is exactly what anybody would do if they wanted to destroy a country. Because then, then you have the people becoming their own worst enemy from within. We've been warned about this. But listen to this. Uh, the Biden administration has now moved to formalize DACA to protect 600,000 migrants from any kind of legal challenge. By the way, we're up to 4 million people that have come into the United States under his watch. Um, also, Biden has now moved to fund Canadian mines while blocking U.S. mining. That great? Love that. It's good for Canada. Mexican journalist was killed hours after publishing a story about local officials' involvement in, a dis in the disappearance of 43 students in 2014. These buses filled with these students was found just shot all up. We know that they were surrounded by police. They came in for some reason. They just opened fire on these buses and then... The bodies were gone. Kids were gone. What happened? No investigation until this guy starts to question and he publishes something online. He's killed within a couple of uh, hours. Yeah, it's getting pretty tough right now. Even for me at my lower level of talking about things, I have to be careful. And I'm glad I live out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I stay pretty secure with my environment. Uh, but I don't have too much to worry about because I'm not like Glenn Beck or Alex Jones or some of these other people. Um, of course, once you get to a point of notoriety, it's hard for them to do anything because it just sort of validates everything you were saying. And um, the way we're going right now, I don't know what I'm going to do in the future. Um, how far do I want to take this? You know, there might come a time when I will just give up and leave America because it could get that bad. It absolutely could get that bad. We have, uh, what is it, 87,000 
new IRS agents that are armed and been given permission to use deadly force. Deadly force for what? Coming to your house and saying you owe $500 and you need to write them out a check right then and there. And if you don't, what? You're going to pull a gun out? This this has gone off the rails, folks. And if you don't see that, well, you're probably not listening to my show. But if you don't see that, you need to take a good look in the mirror and think about your kids and grandkids. Where are they going to live when, when all this dust settles? It's unraveling right now as we speak. It's unraveling in, in our Senate and Congress. They're, they're going for these people. And um, whether anybody will go for to jail, who knows? Fauci, he's lied so many times to Congress. That's against the law. And now he's going to retire? Mm, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think they're going to let him get away with it. And when they get any one of these rats, measly mouth people into that chair, they're going to start talking to get out of going to prison. They know what's going to happen in prison. And the CDC, they're changing their mind about everything right now. Everything. Do you know that three different boards on the CDC, people were removed because they didn't want to do anything that's being done right now. And they just kept replacing them until they got a board that was agreeing with their agenda, which is Agenda 21, Agenda 30, the 201 event. All these things, they they tell us what they're going to do. I remember watching Alex Jones, and he said in regards to them telling us what they're going to do. And I've often wondered about this, too. You know, why is it that even Dracula, when he comes to your door, he, he, he has to knock and announce who he is. He can't come in unless you invite him. All these people have to announce what they're saying and what they're doing. And the reason could be is because that's how black magic works. It, it has to be shown in clear view. Why else would they make uh, patent number 2020-060606, knowing that 666 is going to be a trigger for people? Knowing it. Why is the House rule that passed it 6666? They have to announce it. This is how the black magic works. I, I really believe that to be true, too. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense that they would just antagonize people. They would be more stealth about this. Now, I'm going to play this because it just gives you a good example of whatever's going on. It's going on in the back rooms, behind the curtain, and it has very little to do with money at this point. There's something going on that we really need to pay attention to. I don't know if you ever watched Joe Rogan, but he's really good at what he does. He has a a good way of interviewing people and talking and having these dialectic kinds of conversations. He doesn't always agree with people. And, you know, that's part of life. But listen to what Spotify is doing. Spotify. Now, this is interesting. Spotify spends how much? $100 million on Joe Rogan? Well, that, what it was what it was reported as. I think it was, you know, a lot of reports said it was even more than that. Okay. So let's just say it's $100 million. That's a lot of money for a company. Their biggest investment when it comes to podcasting. By far. By far. Did you know that Spotify, now as they started looking into this, 
never recommends the Joe Rogan podcast. That's like that's like watching ABC and they say tonight it's a new episode of your favorite show on NBC. Oh, and we're running this stuff too. See, this doesn't make sense. I mean, that, that would be like General Motors making a premier, I mean, top of the line, whatever, Cadillac, and never, ever advertising it. It doesn't make sense. And, and there, that's what I mean. So many things right now aren't making sense. And there's a part of me that wants to get into this right now. I might as well. Uh, I hate it when somebody says, you know what? And you go, what? Oh, never mind. I, I, no, that's not even fair. It's not a, a correct way to handle a conversation. What's going through my mind right now is there's a big, large piece missing. And when I look at everything, trying to find common denominators, first thing that happened was I went into the psychological realm of mass formation psychosis. It's a real thing, no matter what CNN tells you. Matter of fact, they have it. And that's one of the, the examples of mass formation psychosis is the denial that you have it or it even exists. Then you get deeper into the Wetiko, these interdimensional entities that come in on low vibrations and frequencies. But there's even another dimension to this. And, and I know I might lose some of you on this, but think about it just for a second. Use some deductive reasoning, some critical thinking, and make sure it's your thinking, not what you've been told or what you've been indoctrinated with or what your religion has told your parents or teachers or preachers or professors or politicians. Just in your own mind, of everything that we've learned over these past few years, one of the things we've learned is that this planet has been visited in the past many, many, many times. And they may have never left. This might be what's going on down in the Antarctic right now. They've never left, maybe, but they've for sure been here. When I was interviewing Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton validated the same thing. There was a time in our genetic past when we had 48 chromosomes. Well, four of those were taken apart and spliced back together. That's when we went to 46. And that was done in a lab suddenly doesn't happen through evolution. And the reason they know is in a lab is when they splice them together, the telomeres, that's the end caps of the chromosomes, were removed and overlaid on each other. And anything that was redundant, they switched it off. So they basically turned those two chromosomes into one that was previously four. This had to be done by... Uh, an advanced race, and they talk about it. I mean, they, they talk about it in ancient Sumerian texts on these clay tablets. It's literally written in stone that they were here. Uh, and that explains a lot of the things, how they built the pyramids and all these monolithic structures all over the planet. Okay, if they were here, uh, maybe they never left, but it's obvious right now, even from the Air Force admitting that there's things flying around in our atmosphere that they have no idea who they are, what they want, where they came from, or anything about them. It's a complete mystery to them. 
Um, is that true? I, I think they know more than they're telling us. Uh, it's a possibility that they're actually working with them. And we're starting to see them right now. And they're starting to a slow disclosure, maybe. How much of what is going on right now has to do with malevolent beings from another planet? Are they spraying our atmosphere? Are they doing a terraforming program that we just don't quite understand? We just know it's bad that we're being sprayed with toxic poisons, with chemtrails? Our waters, rivers, lakes, oceans, the coral, the bottom of our ocean, the release of methane, the tundra is melting. We have big gaps where the ozone is just opening up wider and wider. Are, are we being slowly exterminated? We Look at the cancer rate. 200 years ago, their cancer was a rare thing. They called it consumption. But now it's taken out millions and millions of people every year. <clears throat> Today, one out of seven people that woke up, woke up looking for clean drinking water. There's at least 10 to 20 to 30,000 children today that's going to die of starvation. How, do, how are we letting this happen? And we're fixated on the Kardashians and all the bullshit that's going on in the world. Are we really not that good of a race? I mean, we've, we've blown up at least 2,000 nuclear bombs on the planet. And we've dropped two of them on people, live people. Um, yeah, some people say it stopped World War II. It probably did. But who started it? Who started World War II? Really look into that. Who started World War I? Who started the Korean War, the Vietnam War? Vietnam War, the Gulf of Tonkin, never happened. Never happened. It wasn't like a, a spinning of the, the truth. It just never happened. The weapons of mass destruction, where are they? We still haven't found them. Yet thousands and thousands of our best stock here have died. Millions of people over there. And, and we've disrupted at least seven countries in the Middle East. That's what's causing all this immigration. They're, they're trying to get the hell out of there. Who started it? You know, read John Perkins' Confessions of a... Uh, this stuff really gets me sometimes. Confessions of a... God... See, maybe maybe my mind is, is having a glitch too. And we have to look at this economic hitman. All of this stuff requires a, a vigilance, a discernment, and deep, deep meditation to make sure that you're really coming from the right place. And, because this stuff is serious stuff. And if you don't think it is, that could be a problem, not only for you, but your offspring and their offspring. Now, here's something else that's going on, and, and I'll add to what uh, Glenn Beck is talking to here. But check this out. Washington Post, a rape survivor, a rape survivor, 
says the Washington Post, falsely ascribed to me the view that the court's decision in Dobbs, the abortion case, to open the door of forced sterilizations by removing constitutional protections for women's bodily autonomy was false. My position is, in fact, the opposite. She was raped as a 13-year-old girl and then sterilized against her will by the state of North Carolina after bringing her baby to term. We're still doing progressive sterilizations? Why is that happening? I I thought we stopped that in the 1920s and 30s. By the way, so you know, the Germans didn't come up with it. We did. We taught eugenics to them. Literally. The top eugenicists in the, in the world were in America. And they made a journey over to uh, Ger- Germany. Now here's an interesting thing to add to that. This is why we need to take our country back. That's, that's how I start out all my podcasts. We need to take our country back. We need to take our lives back. But the eugenics program that was in America, guess who started it? It was Bill Gates' dad. I mean, you can't make, you literally can't make this stuff up. If you were making up a a really bad B-rated movie that people would say, you know, nobody's going to believe this script. This is what has been happening. We've let we've let the very worst of the worst rise to the top and somehow made heroes out of them, mostly with Hollywood making movies. You know, greed is good. Greed isn't good, but yet it influenced a whole generation of kids. You know, and there, there's so many movies like that. We need to wake up, people. If, if we don't, um, this is not going to end well. And I think maybe on our running out of time here, on our next show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into changing your status. This is really important. And this is something that you would do very well to listen to. Um, there's a few things that I'm, I'm not prepared to tell you right now, but I will. Um, this puts you in a different category, totally, totally, and uh, gives you rights. I used to hear about this stuff 20 years ago, and it went over my head. It was really confusing, but it's starting to make sense now. Um, starting to make sense. Um, I, I'll give you the books to read. I'll give you the links, everything to check it out. And when you do, I guarantee you, you're going to go, oh, my God. I I am part of a corporation. I've been made into a fictitious straw man entity. And I'm not that. I I didn't agree to any of this. You know, the moment your parents signed your birth certificate, that birth certificate gets a Social Security name I think they're putting a million dollars in the account now. They used to put a hundred thousand. Now it's a million, and that gets traded on Wall Street. You're a commodity, and there, there's ways to 
disassociate from that system. Like I say, 9 million people have done it so far. That's a lot of people. Matter of fact, that, that's a good chunk of Americans. So I'll do a show on that. And I think you're going to be amazed, astounded, and uh, start asking your own questions. Because that's where it's at. Asking your own questions because you're questioning their answers. Not answering their questions. We, we don't have to answer their questions anymore. We have to question the answers they've been giving us. So it looks like our time is about up. I mean, like always, I really appreciate your time. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to get better at this. I'm just trying to make my thoughts known and share with you what I've learned. Because this, this is my job now. I, I don't have my magazine anymore. Uh, we still have a community email list that goes out to 10,000 people. We have an online calendar if you're living here in this northern area, lotusguide.com. Um, I still have the website. But um, giving up the print magazine was a bittersweet moment. But the time came and that, that time is now. And the time to end this is also now. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to walk my dog back to the pond, watch him go swimming. And uh, I swear it looks like a Norman Rockwell painting back there. And um, living my life, uh, getting ready to have my goats and got chickens and an incredible garden with an underground thermal vent. Keeps it all nice and steady. Um, I'm doing my part and uh, have a little bit stashed away for me and my neighbors because I don't think they're stashing away food at all. You know, you have to think about that too because we're all in this together. And once again, thank you. And if you feel like leaving a donation, you can go to lotusguide.com forward slash donation. And there's a secure PayPal link there. And donations are greatly appreciated now that I have no income from the magazine. So thank you very much. Take care.